Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. on Summer Days with Stephen McIver. Looking forward to this panel this morning. It's ladies first. It's good morning to Ravinda Hunia. Hi, Ravi. Morena, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. And from the New Zealand Herald, Patrick McKendry. G'day, buddy. G'day, Stephen. How are you? Yeah, good. Okay, so Patrick, question for you this morning. Do you have a left or right hook or a rip in your arsenal? Uh, not really, no. I have an occasional pretty sloppy jab. A sloppy jab. Okay, so just just a warning now. You get in the way of Ravinda Hunia and you make her angry. She's got one of the best left rips and hooks going around because I've been on the end of it, okay? Just to let you know, that's how we set it up today, all right? I'm standing back. <laughs> okay, Intimidation. Let's, no, oh, hey, don't you start. Don't you stay. Don't get in his face so early, Ravi. All righty, let's, let's get on with this one. Big fight this weekend. It's Parker Jazora 2. Uh, it's ladies first. Did you just talk to Joseph the other night or last night? I did indeed, yesterday. Um, had a good chat with him, actually, yeah. Yeah, I, I was impressed. I spoke to him yesterday as well uh, here on the mornings. The one thing I got out of this one, and Raven, and you can follow on from this, Patrick, as Raven, is that I, I, he looks like he's he's now knows to f- how to finish someone off or feels he can finish someone off. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, the more time he spends in that Tyson Fury camp under new coach trainer Andy Lee, the more that this confidence is going to build. I mean, how can you not, you know, get that winning mentality, that that smell for blood when you're in the company of greatness, really, with with Tyson Fury in in his midst? But I think um, in terms of finishing the fight, yes, that would be amazing for his career. I think it's probably well needed for him at this point. But I think right now, one of the most important things that he really needs to show is that evolution and Mm. what he is actually learning and taking in from this new camp. Patrick? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I can't disagree with any of that. I think he's he's plateaued, hasn't he? Um, And we've seen that over the last four or five fights. and so he needs to he needs to, sh- to show something. I've actually spoken to him recently as well. He gave me a ring the other day. Uh, we were both watching that. Um, oh, he event, gave he gave um, you a ring, did he? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, Sorry, wow. Just, just a wow, a little one, <laughs> um, little one going on here. Gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I think there's this genuine excitement from him and throughout his camp that he is ready to put on a pretty good performance. And when, when I say pretty good, I mean. Uh, something that we haven't seen for a wee while from Joe, um, you know, which would obviously be great for him and, and all his many supporters around the world. 
Um, so yeah, there is excitement there. I think, um, as Ravi said, he's he's thrived uh, in Tyson Fury's camp. He's also, I think, probably thrived um, training next to David Naika, who mm-hmm. uh, obviously prepares pretty well, as, as we call, as we can all see when he takes his shirt off. He's a he's a fairly well prepared uh, young man. <laughs> you, and so you um, and John Day, yeah. he said the same thing to me yesterday. Oh wow, he's he's ripped. He's ripped. Oh my gosh, you two, what's well, going on? It's just a fact. Man love. Man love. So, um, yeah, yeah. And so, look, I think think Joe, uh, I think he has the weapons in his arsenal and the mentality and the conditioning to stop Chisora on Sunday morning. Okay, there is one area that I have always been concerned of, and we've all look. The three of us have watched a, a ton of boxing, right? But I've always been, I've always been nervous about Joe's defense, and I'll go to you first on on, on this one, Patrick. Always susceptible to the overhand right. He always keeps that left a bit low. Hundred percent. And w- what do you know? Uh, and that and that fight against Chisora in May, uh, within the within the first ten seconds. Chisora throws an overhand right, catches Joe, and, da- and down he goes. And I thought, oh, that, <laughs> yeah. that does not look good. But, uh, you know, fortunately for him, he, he fought back and, and sort of got the better and controlled it. But he is, you're right, he does. He is susceptible to the overhand right. And, you know, you have to assume that he's been working on that under Andy Lee, who's a very, very astute trainer, one, one of the better ones in the world, I think. Yeah, I think I think he likes the uh, Ravi the, the low key approach. The one thing he said to me uh, was, uh, the, Andy Lee quickly identified uh, that he has lapses in rounds. He he just he just you know, he buttons out. You can't, you, but you can He can't afford to button off. No, that's right. And when you mention about that, that overhand right and dropping hands and things like that, it's all about movement, isn't it? And he said that you know he came into the into the camp thinking you know his his cardio is pretty pretty all right. And he didn't know cardio until he got into that camp. And he says Andy Lee's really been kicking his butt in terms of his legs. So it'll be interesting to see you know him getting out of the way of those shots as well as the head movement because I think he kind of relied on that rather than taking his feet with him in a lot of instances. So it'll be interesting to see how mobile he'll really be in this fight. Yeah, I think we've got to be mindful that you know we're all very critical of Joseph because he's one of us, right? And uh, we mm. we are hard. It's a bit like you know following the All Blacks. You you expect something to happen all the time. When it doesn't happen, we we jump on it. But but the question I still have to ask, Rav, is do we think he can be a world champion again? Well, I think anybody can if they really really want to. No, do, do you do you think he, he can? Oh, yes, I can. I can. Because I, I believe that any fighter with that mindset who's going to make all these changes in their life, in their camp, move to the other side of the world and train with the absolute best is showing you know me, a boxing fan, that they want to get to the top again. And he had to make these changes. He had to make these moves in order to get there. There's no excuses now. It's all there in front of him. It's up to him to take it. Patrick, where do you stand on this? After that split decision went over Chisora in May, I think it was, I thought probably not. Um, But it comes down to opportunity and it comes down to how you take that opportunity as well. Um, I I think, you know, we'll learn a lot more this weekend. But, you know, given the way the heavyweight division is sort of tracking at the moment, I think it's a possibility in terms of that opportunity, yes. I do, and um, you know, if he fought someone like Joe Joyce, which is which is a possibility, you know, maybe even next. I mean, that would be a massive fight. I think that would be quite a good matchup for him, and I think even Usyk, you know, the champ, yeah. uh, would be quite a good matchup for Joe too. So mm. um, it's about the opportunity and about um, seizing the opportunity. So yes, I do think it's a possibility.
Okay, well, you sort of sat on the fence a little bit there, but I'll, I'll take that one, Patrick. But but the interesting thing, that I was gonna, but when you brought up Usyk, I thought it was worth noting that Joe, like Usyk, they're not big. Joe's big, but he's not a big, big. He's not a Dillian White. He's not a Tyson Fury. Whereas we have seen in the last three or four years, big men trying to dominate this this division. Yeah. Uh, I, I will be really intrigued to see how that one goes forward. By the way, you are listening to the panel with Ravinda Hunia from Sky Sport and... Uh, Patrick McKendry from the New Zealand Herald. If you want to win a pass, a fight pass, courtesy of Sky Sport now, just watch that fight free. Give us a call. Just get on the blow now. That's your cue to call, as we say. That's what you do in music radio. That's your cue to call. 0800 150811. We'll talk about Kaikara France in a minute, because I want to talk about this news this morning. Uh, and I'll go to you first on, on this one, Patrick. Joe Schmidt, All Black Selector, stuff uh, uh, got the exclusive on this one, yeah. I am told. Did they beat you to the punch? But we won't We won't worry about that. Is, is that... Is, is is it a definite, buddy? Is it a definite? Yeah, look, it is. Uh, my, my colleague, Gregor Paul, has been working on this. Uh, <laughs> I actually heard about it um, from someone else on Saturday. So it's been sort of in the mix, obviously. A few people have known about it, but, uh, you know, good on stuff for breaking it late last night. Um, it, it's happening. And, uh, you know, you've got to say that it's going to be pretty positive for the All Blacks, given how they went uh, this year and last year as well. So, um, yeah, he, he, I think Joe's going to bring, obviously, a new... Perspective. He's going to be. Uh, he's going to replace Grant Fox as a selector, but I think his brief is going to be slightly wider than that. He's going to be sort of talking strategy and analysis and uh, analysing mm. opposition teams too. Which you know, when you look at it, um, these Northern Hemisphere teams are going pretty good, and so I think he'd be the perfect guy to offer a bit of insight about them and, and how the All Blacks can potentially improve and uh, you know make things a bit easier for themselves. What about you, Ravi? Oh, when I read this news well, this morning when I saw it, I thought, oh, brilliant. I mean, the All Blacks would be going through their review of 2021, and like you already said, we expect greatness from a side like the All Blacks. So to, to look at how results went, you know, this tour, and to look at trying to rectify that, who better than Joe Schmidt? He's one of our own and has so much insight on the world stage and in that part of the world that it can only benefit the All Blacks. So it's great to see that they've, they've acted on it and, and, and bringing in a pro like Joe. Was the year really that bad, Ravi, for the All Blacks? <laughs> no, no. no, but we expect it, don't we? <laughs> yeah, but this, this is what I'm saying, Patrick. We, we get all wound up about the ABs, and, I mean, you know, it's been a crazy old time, but when you break down their results, I mean, yeah, you lose a couple, but my word, uh, I'm, I'm not fussed. You? <laughs> I mean, look, first of all, what I would say is that this, this isn't necessarily a knee-jerk reaction from the All Blacks to bring in Joe. I think Ian Foster's been wanting to have him on board for a long time and probably for last year as well, but Joe just hasn't been ready, you know, following his stint with Ireland, which took a lot out of him. And so he, he has been someone that, that uh, Ian Foster has earmarked for a long time. Now it's finally coming to fruition, which is, you know, fantastic for everyone. But look, um, I, I just think that the, the opposition teams opened a few cracks last year and, you know, they were widened this year in many respects by, you know, not only the Springboks but also, uh, you know, um, I'm just trying to think now, who, who did they lose to? Ireland France, and France. And obviously, and, and Ireland. Mm. Um, and both of those Northern Hemisphere teams, I think, significantly played very differently. And France played an expansive game, really, and, and they beat the All Blacks at their own game, which I think is pretty worrying. Yeah, okay, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion teams are allowed to evolve. So if you are evolving and it's not working in the first term, then maybe bringing someone like Schmidt in to assist 
uh, Ian Foster is actually a very smart move. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And look, and that's, to be fair to the All Blacks, it was a long year. And they were away for a long time. Oh, stop. Please, tough, please do not say it's a long year <laughs> when you're travelling business class, you're in five star hotels, everything is pre planned out, and just because you're away from yeah. mummy doesn't mean it's tough. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm being genuine here. I do, I'm calling BS on that. Well, sorry, I wouldn't know about flying business class or staying in five star Well, there you go, but there really you go, do. but that's what I'm but, saying. We can't use that as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> we can't use it as an excuse, but I think that is a mitigating factor. And I don't think we can deny that. I can't. Oh, okay. Well, okay. You can you can go soft on them. I'm not going to go soft on them, Patrick. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Kai Car France. I see on your your very busy little Instagram page, Ravinda, that you have already spoken mm-hmm. to Kai Car France. We spoke to him this morning, so we're all you know, we're following each other's footsteps. Uh, I like I, I like this guy. I and I like his yeah. attitude when he talked talk to us about being centered and, and keeping the eye on the eye, and you know keeping his his focus. I, I was really impressed by him. Exactly. And, you know, I've been following him since before he came into the UFC and the growth that he has had, you know, not only as a fighter, but as a person has just gone tenfold, especially in the interview. So granted, you know, when you talk to a fighter after a win, you're going to get the best out of them. But the way he went into that fight, the way he conducted himself, he, you know, even feeling somewhat disrespected um, by Cody and the hype behind his opponent, Cody Garbrandt, he was still very respectful. So it goes to show that he's really growing as a person, as a fighter, and I think we're seeing the results of that now. Man, for a little guy, Ravi, he's got a hell of a punch though, right? Oh, people underestimate it, eh? You know, he can lift. He lifts really blooming heavy. He's a strong man, and I think once he gets into the into the octagon and his opponents feel that power, I think they're kind of taken aback. And, you know, Cody doesn't have the strongest of chins anyway, but I think, you know, he was he was totally caught off guard by Kai's power. The envy in that statement. He can really blimmin' heavy. The envy. The envy coming out of your pores about lifting big weights. Come on, girl. Uh, Patrick. Uh, <laughs> One day. <laughs> Patrick, Kai Car France, that win against Cody, you know, was a hell of a card. Yeah. But uh, the one thing, I, I love yeah. the humility. Yeah, he's an impressive young man, isn't he? And um, he's an exciting fighter. He he strikes beautifully. His his timing and his accuracy and the way he closes the distance and you know um, he just completely demonstrated that that Cody and and he did the same thing in his previous fight, another first round knockout. So he's he's going places, hundred percent. And the UFC is all about exciting fights and exciting fighters. Uh, making ways for themselves, and that, I mean that's why they have um, fight, win fight bonuses in the UFC. So it's exciting times for the Bucara France, and you know he's probably not too far off from a title shot, which would be fantastic yeah. for the country, especially if it's held down here. Oh, com- okay. <laughs> there we go again. Yeah, okay. Well, let's let's, let's just pray that the the border thing sort of sorts itself out. It's going to be yeah. a while. Let's let's be blunt about that. Uh, the one thing that disappoints me just a tiny, tiny, tiny bit is that, and Ravi, I'll go to you on this one. Is that it's become less on the ground and, and more stand-up, you know, trying to, a bit like sort of stand-up brawling. Yeah, and I, it's funny because the fight game goes through phases. Like, you'll see a lot of 
striking, you know, sometimes, and then it, it morphs again. But, you know, when you look to the tail end of that card, you know, both fights were finished um, <laughs> by a spectacular submission. But in terms of, you know, if, if you're going to go into a fight and your strength is working, you're going to run with that, right? Like, Kaikara France knew that Cody Garbrandt doesn't have a strong chin, so once you nail him with that too, you're just going to set up a combo for yourself. So Kai had no reason to wrestle him. He had no reason to shoot and, you know, exhaust himself that way. He could get him with a two, so that's what he did. But, yeah, I mean, you fight to your strengths, and sometimes, you know, that's just the way it goes. See, Patrick, that's why you never have an argument with Ravinda on the back of that argument, because you know if she throws that jab, the two's going to come straight after it. Uh, rugby awards tomorrow night on Sky, right? Uh, who do you give Who do you give awards to this year, Patrick? Black Ferns. Which ones? Um, <laughs> Stevens. Yeah, okay. Stevens, pretty much the, well, you know, apart from the Blues, there's sort of mini resurrection. You'd have to say that the Blackfern Stevens team um, have a good news story for New Zealand rugby this year. Um, you know, not only for what they did on the field and the way they played uh, at the Olympics, but the way they carried themselves off it. I thought they were just tremendous ambassadors for New Zealand and New Zealand rugby. And <laughs> yeah. look, I'm, I'm really proud of what they did and yeah. I hope the rest of the country is too, and I'm sure they are. I think they'll be recognised for that tomorrow. Yeah, I, I can't see anything different. Can you, Ravi? No, not at all. I think all Black Sevens, well, Black Sevens, seven, sorry, will be... I'm sure it'll be a clean sweep. Uh, it has to be. It yeah, well, be. I suppose I suppose highlighted by Tokyo when Ruby Tui comes off, and I think uh, close enough to the quote was there's not enough hand sanitizer in in Tokyo to clean up that rubbish. So uh, they they are, but they are an incredibly uh, strong group of women. I was very fortunate to be uh, on deck for our Olympic coverage on Sky when they won that final, and uh, my my two guests and Tyler Wong, sister Shay, all in tears, and it gave me a greater understanding. More of the of what culture means. I've always been a bit cynical about the word culture, but for the first time in a long time, I went, "Yeah, now I get it." And uh, they they stand as a shining example of how if you get the culture right, backed of course by decent talent and coaching, uh, then you can move forward. Okay, one quick question, just one quick question, finally for the two of you, because it's ten twenty. I've got Mark Hunt, the Super Samoan, coming your way at ten thirty. Is this uh, name your name, name me your top four favourite fighters? Ravi, go. Oh, top four. That's a lot. Uh, well, Katie Taylor. Yeah. Clarissa Shields. Israel Adesanya. David Tua. Well, okay, Patrick. Cecil uh, Lomachenko. Yep. Um the, the the lightweight who's just yep. a wizard. Um, oh, it's not that hard. I, look, I, I, I really like the lightweight division at the moment. Um, so I like the Aussie George Kambosis. I love what he did yep, recently. That's two. Um, you know, to, to, to get that title. Uh, look, let, let's face it. Um, I can't go past Joe Parker because he's a thoroughly decent human being and, and a okay. great fighter when he's on soul. Better man love. Um, yep. And Tyson Fury. All right. Thank you, team. Uh, Ravinda Hooney from Sky Sport. Patrick McKenzie from the New Zealand Herald. Happy Christmas, you two. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Thanks Stephen. You you're, too, mate. You're welcome.